Who is he? What's he like? And why do we pray to him? So to do that, just now we're going to briefly look at uh, Psalm 34, uh, verse 4. If you want to open your Bibles back up there again. Psalm 34, that's on page 561 of the Pew Bibles. And we're going to look at one verse in particular. We're going to look at verse 4. Uh, while you're looking up the psalm there, um, it's good to put this in a bit of context. So this psalm, um, this psalm is a psalm of David, King David, who was to be king of Israel, one of the greatest kings that Israel had. And this psalm is written at a point in David's life from before he was king. A point in David's life when things were not going so well for David. Um, this psalm was written, we read at the top of the psalm, it says, of David, when he pretended to be insane before Abimelech, who drove him away and he left. Now you can find more about that story in 1 Samuel chapter 21. And in that chapter, we see of David, has just fled from his life from King Saul, who was the king at the time. And King Saul wanted David dead, so David fled from him. And at this point of the story in David's life, we see David completely alone, with no protection, with no food, and David is very much afraid. This is a low point in David's life. And we just get to see just how desperate David is at this point when we see what he does next in 1 Samuel 21. He goes to Gath to find refuge. Now Gath is where Philistines come from. Philistines, whom David is accredited with killing tens of thousands of. In fact, he killed so many, the Israelites even wrote a song about it. This is a Gath who also used to have a local hero, a very big local hero, Goliath, the giant whom David killed. So here we have David running to Gath, to the home of the men who he killed, to the home of, the, of Goliath, the hero of Gath that he had killed, and just to show you how bad things was for David, David picked up a sword on his way to Gath. Guess whose sword he picked up? Goliath's. So David is running to his enemies to find refuge, carrying a sword that was a trophy of his previous guy killed, Goliath. David's alone. He's hungry. He is clearly desperate and he's very much afraid. And Psalm 34 part of the psalm is like a personal testimony of what happens next. David's in a very tricky situation. He arrives in Gath. He's taken before Gath, the king of Gath. And the people around the king is going, isn't this David? You know, the guy who killed tens of thousands of Philistines? The one they sing about in their songs? David's afraid. And what does David do? Well, let's look at verse 4. It says this. I sought the Lord. David's very desperate time. He's very much afraid. What does he do? He seeks the Lord. When we read to you that David sought the Lord, it does not mean that David was trying to find the Lord. This wasn't like a game of hide and seek, where David has to find God who's hiding somewhere and he can't quite get there, so he's got to try and rummage about trying to find him. That's not what we mean with seeking here. Nor does it mean that David doesn't really know who God is and he's got to seek him for trying to find out who, who God is. Sorry, David knew who God was and he knew where God was. This time of seeking, it's more like David seeking for help in his time of need. This seeking is serious. This seeking is purposeful. 
It's not wandering or wandering. It is serious and purposeful. And what happened when David sought the Lord? Well, let's keep reading verse 4. It says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. This is how God responded to David seeking him. He answered him. God answered David. How did God answer David? Finish off the verse. It says, he delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord. He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. David sought the Lord. God heard him. God answered him. God delivered David. Remember, this is a very low point in David's life. He's alone, hungry, desperate, afraid. And he quickly realizes that perhaps going to the home of his enemies for refuge was not the best of ideas. And so David then feigns insanity. He acts like a madman in the hope that the king would just send him away. And that's exactly what happened. David pretends to be a madman. The king of Gath goes, why have you brought me this madman? Get out of my sight. And David escapes uh, away from Gath. But notice who David credits his escape with. David does not say here, I've got an amazing acting talent and that's what saved me. He doesn't say here, I was quick thinking and cunning and that's what saved me there. No, who saved him? The Lord saved him. He delivered me from all my fears. God was David's deliverer. David sought the Lord. He heard him. He answered him. And the Lord delivered David's. God was David's deliverer. And here's a really incredible thing. Here's the thing that's quite awesome, especially for us tonight. Is that David's deliverer is also our deliverer. God is David's deliverer. God is our deliverer. I'm sure we've all been fearful in our lives. We've all experienced that fear. We've been in very low points in our lives. I wonder what it was that you did in that time. Well, here, I think what David is trying to encourage us to do and what the psalm is certainly promising us is that we should seek the Lord. You see, this psalm, not only is David's personal testimony but it also turns into the testimony of the righteous as well. As you keep going through the psalm towards the end, it turns into the testimony of the righteous. It encourages us to seek the Lord in verse 10, to take refuge in him, verse 8, to cry out to the Lord, verse 17. And like David, we seek God because we know exactly where he is and we know exactly who he is. God has revealed himself to us through creation, through his word, and through Jesus Christ. God is a relational God. He is a personal God. And a big way that we can seek God is by praying. Exactly what we're going to be doing tonight. And God does not play hide and seek with us. No, God longs for us to pray to him. God expects us to pray to him. Remember when Jesus was teaching the disciples how to pray? He did not say, if you pray, but he said, when you pray. And how does God respond? Well, this psalm promises us in verse 15, the Lord is attentive to the cry of the righteous. Verse 17, he hears the righteous cry out. God hears our prayers and he answers our prayers. Isn't that incredible? The God who created the sun that we've been basking in today is the same God that we're going to pray to tonight and the same God that's going to hear our prayers is going to answer our prayers and it's the same God who delivers us. Now, it might not always be the answers we want when we pray to him, but he does answer them. And this time promises that God will deliver us. 
there's so many verses in here that talks about this word deliverance. Uh, look at verse 7. The Lord delivers those who fear him. Verse 17. Delivers them from all their troubles. He is close to the brokenhearted. Save those who are crushed in spirit. Verse 18. He delivers a righteous person from all his troubles. Verse 19. He protects the righteous. Verse 20. He rescues his servants. Verse 22. Are we starting to get the picture of what the psalm is promising us here? God hears our prayers when we seek him. God answers our prayers. And God is a God who will deliver us. God is our deliverer. Now, when God delivered David, did this mean that David's life was then sorted for the rest of his life? He wasn't going to fear again? He's not going to have any troubles again the rest of his life? No. You read on in David's story, King Saul's still there. King Saul's still chasing him. King Saul still wants David dead. But David also wrote another psalm, around about this time, Psalm 56. I'll just read it to you just now, one verse, but it says, David writes, When I'm afraid... I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust. I shall not be afraid. David trusted in the Lord to be his deliverer. He shall not be afraid. We are going to be afraid in this life. Our worst fears may even happen. But as Christians, we can trust in the Lord because we know that we have the ultimate deliverance in the gospel, don't we? We know that no matter what's going to happen, our eternal destination is secure. Any troubles we face, any fears we have, are one day going to completely pass away when Christ comes again. That is a hope we have in God being our deliverer. We sang this morning, It is well with my soul. What a great, great hymn. And when the hymn says, but Lord, it's for thee, for thy coming we wait. The sky, not the grave, is our goal. O trump of the angel, O voice of the Lord, blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. It is well with my soul. Whenever we're fearful, whenever we're facing troubles, whenever it may feel like all is lost, we can still have the confidence to seek the Lord, to pray to the Lord. Why? Because he hears us, he answers us, and he is our deliverer. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Amen.